Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, we got Don Dada in the house. What up? Hello. Donos, uh, no one man on Spy FM. That's what I do. Check him out. Yeah, but uh, real quick, give a shout out, top of the hour, Mint Apparel. Mint Apparel has what you need if you're looking for a local shop to do screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl. They can even take care of your branding and logo design needs. Check them out at mintapparel.com. That's M-E-N-T apparel.com. Or on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also request a quote by emailing them directly at info at mintapparel.com. Didn't stumble too much there. Yeah, that's a lot Usually it's say. rough. I, see, we don't have to do that anymore at the radio. <laughs> like, we used to have to do, like, oh, like car ads and shit, yeah. Yeah, and it's... Uh, so, the first time I did one, I was like, so you're telling me I have to talk straight up. No stutters. <laughs> yeah, it's I gotta, like, these are... I gotta say dot com instead of just the webs like... Right. Say 405. Like, uh, it's a lot. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> but yeah, now they do it for me. So I'm. Oh, I'm, that's nice. Yeah, get that weight off my shoulders. Man, I had like, it's just tough because, like, one of the, I mean, it's cool to have a sponsor, but it's like yeah. part of the thing. But I'm not trying to have it be wall to wall ads either. So I'm like, <laughs> just the one ad's good. Two whole hours of advertisements. <laughs> Fuck that. Noise. This is my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all ads, baby. It's all ads. All ads. That's what YouTube looks like. <laughs> Dude, that ass. <laughs> we had a, uh, I went to, I went and read to school, like, uh, my old teacher asked me to come read for, like, Read Across America Day. Okay. And, like, the kids, kids are funny because they just, like, don't give a fuck, man. Right. They'll ask anything and, like, they can sniff out bullshit. Of course. So, like, they're asking what I do and I'm like, well, you know, I make ads. Like, you ever watch YouTube, like, the ads before or, like, driving down the street and there's a billboard. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. So, like, they wrote us, like, little thank you cards or a little, like, she made the class, like, draw us a little like thank you for coming There's a little bit of appreciation yeah and uh one girl drew me and like i have a hat on and it just says ads <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was yeah, like, she like marked you <laughs> i was like damn she's like he's a corporate shill yo, he's an ad yo he's a fucking fuck this ad, guy dude. bro i died though i was like that's hilarious that's and she made the card look like a youtube ad it had, oh like, my this god she came for 10 you seconds for i was like damn this girl's yo, got a future yo make him die <laughs> <laughs> hit skip hit skip and he dies <laughs> not man but yeah i'm glad you took the time to come out and Thank uh, you i kind of wanted to talk me. to you about that just like for the jumping off like uh, talk about no one man. Like, how did that come about? Like, how did you decide that's what, like the direction you wanted to go with the show and stuff like that? So the show came about, um, so the show came out, I think a year and a half ago, a year before that. So about two and a half years ago, a friend of mine from the Oklahoma rock show named grace, uh, she hit me up and she said, Hey, the spy is looking to add some more radio, hours to it and like some new type of variety hour stuff you know what i'm saying uh she said make a little demo like 15 minutes pick a couple songs do a fake ad do the whole thing pretend like it's the real deal like a whole production yeah so like me and my homie connor uh we sat down and we we stumbled over some names and then i was just like this is the name of the show he went with it i changed my name uh to give it a more radio personality sound you know alliteration kind of works don data like makes 
goes off the tongue. He's like it's real, a good moniker. It's, yeah, it's, I like it a lot. It's like the superhero thing, Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker, Don Data. Uh, like Ice Cube has a verse where he's talking about I'm the Don Data. Like, so, you know what I'm saying. Uh, right on. So I made the demo. Another year goes by before I hear anything back from the people Damn. at the spy. Yeah, I, but she like well the funny thing was is like Grace told me she's like I sent it over to the spy. Uh, they have it. You won't hear back for a long time. <laughs> well, and I was all right. like, all right, cool. She's like, just just know that I'm gonna hit you up one day, and it'll be real. Shit. So she hit me up out of the blue and was like, "Remember that thing I told you about? <laughs> you last, remember a year ago? Remember last summer? And like, I had just like one of my bands had just finished. Uh, so like, I had kind of opened up some more creative time to do something new and got on the spy. Uh, the concept is just hip hop music through my lens and my filter, which is pretty open at the moment because I've listened to everything from uh, Aerosmith to what is who is there a rapper with a Z? A rapper with a Z? Yeah, there's zero, but like A to Z, I listen to every oh, okay. like everything in the oh, world. I see what you're doing. <laughs> you know, I can't do it though. No, no, so it's like you know uh, we we'll play songs like from Beach House's albums because Beach House has a lot of songs that made its way into hip hop like through Kendrick Lamar and like The Weeknd and like Schoolboy Q. We'll play folks like uh, Solange who is like blending currently uh, Houston Houston like chopped and screwed like production stylings and people like Blood Orange who's worked with people like Solange who's also worked with people like. Uh, you know, jazz musicians like the Onyx Collective. And you kind of, you stretch out and see as far as the culture of hip hop can, like how big can it really be? And we try to zone in on all the sounds within the culture. Right, man, that's it's, tight. Yeah, it's not just rap or anything, but it's, it's we're trying to get as many of the many faces and the many characters and orientations that contribute to the culture of hip hop, you know? Well, yeah, well, I think that's kind of the... The open-endedness, like the the no, no room but to go up for rap, is that yeah. it takes from like so many different styles, like yeah. are used. Yeah. So you get like, I don't know. I remember like hearing like Puff Daddy or whatever Diddy's like samples and how you do like funk, and he was kind of like yeah. the first guy to kind of do that or like classic rock yeah. samples and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like Run DMC, like using Aerosmith and yeah. like. Yeah. And it's like, man, who would have thought? Or like Dr. Dre and the Beastie Boys using like Led Zeppelin. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that. And are, did he use that too? Yeah, Come with me. Yeah, it's like it, that's important. It's like incredibly important to see how common things are when it comes to music and culture. Like it's nothing should really have a label behind it. But hip hop being what it is to me is so much bigger than what it used to be. You know. Yeah, I think that's there's a lot of truth to that. And there's just the amalgamation of styles is just it's insane so cool. because there's just anymore there's like not really genres just because yeah. it's like or people are like making up genres and yeah, transcending yeah, yeah. genres. Like could you imagine if like Cowboy Bebop like you remember how like they would like do their episodes would have like song styles? Yeah. Could you imagine if they had a SoundCloud trap, like a SoundCloud trap rapper episode? Like that was the style of that no. episode. <laughs> Like I could, everyone I just, in the episode has face tattoos. Yeah, everyone has face tattoos and <laughs> <laughs> like colored dreadlocks. Like that would be my shit. <laughs> I, honestly, that would be my because like that. I remember that was one of my favorite things about 
when I first got into animated stuff was the hip hop. And like, but I noticed that with like Wu Tang Clan, right? Like Wu Tang Clan blended like all of my favorite kung fu movies, you know, because I would watch Rumble in the Bronx and uh, like Enter the Dragon, and I would hear those sounds on Thirty Six Chambers and be like, "Oh, this is perfect!" Like this cross cultural exchange that I don't know if anyone really knew was on purpose or or was really happening in real time. Yeah, there's a, I can't even, I'm going to reference it, and I can't even think of what it's called, but there's a YouTube channel that does, like, deep dives into, like, anime, and, like, uh, one of the little things that they do, what that they did was, like, the phenomenon of, like, rappers being huge fan of fans of anime, like, rappers and producers, mm-hmm. and, like, people putting in lines from, like, References to like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, to, Soldier Boy did like, to, or was that Little B the Base God? Like, bitch, I look like Goku. Yeah, like I mean, there's like <laughs> lines like that out the ass. Like, yeah, there's so many people that reference anime, and I was like, yeah. I don't know. It was just like an interesting take. It's like, why is that a thing? And I it's think, just interesting to think about like that the generation that anime influenced. Yeah, it's like in America, like it's incredible. Because I don't know if it's if anime in like the, like how important it became in Western culture, at least in America, or at least in middle school for me. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know if it was that important everywhere else. Like, I know it was big here in America. It was like our Beatles. You like animated everything. Well, I mean, yeah, like in Toonami, it was a big thing for that, for sure. Yeah, that like, really that was like the, the shit. Like, everybody's rushing home to watch that yeah, every day. Yeah, like you get off, get out of school. I guess you don't get off work because you're at school. <laughs> <laughs> but you walk into your house at 4 o'clock, and it's like, time for Toonami. No TRL. I'm fighting you, whoever wants <laughs> to watch TRL. We're watching Toonami, and we're going to listen to the same gorilla song eight well, yeah, times in a row. That's the other, <laughs> like, the thing with them is that they would, like, review games. Yeah. They would premiere bands like they premiered uh music videos by the gorillas they premiered music videos by daft punk yeah dude, like daft they punk really were. i mean that's where they did interstellar 5555 like was it really they were they premiered uh music videos from that Damn. as like self-contained music videos so they did the one more time one that's I an act that's the actual scene from interstellar 5555 okay yeah i knew that was like a whole movie i didn't know that it was on tsunami yeah that's they showed where it. i saw it then they showed the music video first yeah. and then later Later, they show the entire movie. That's so cool. Yeah, See, I was glad that was one. That we they wanted to program here at Tower because sometimes we're able to like um, host some screenings and like I can say, hey, we should show this. This would be yeah. this would be cool. One day, one month, they were wanting to do uh, music, mo- like movies that had to do with music. Yeah, and I was like, we should do Interstellar five five five. That's gonna be so difficult because yeah. like you'd have to do that movie. You'd have to do like Purple Rain. Hey, I don't know if they ended up doing it. We did it last year, yeah. so we sh- we ended up sh- showing Interstellar, but like I was trying to remember the other ones we showed. Um, it was some Beatles one. Was that it thing eight you days do. a week? Oh, that, that thing, thing you do. You do. Uh, oh. And then Interstellar. Was five, it about five, five, five. the Beatles? Well, I think it's like a mockumentary. Like oh, it's, okay. It's like spoofing the Beatles or whatever. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, just going back to like that tsunami thing, it's like. That was really like a pivotal point too, and I think that's where maybe some of the people can draw influence from because that was like a like a meeting place. Like people were having had we had the anime in between. There's even segments within the show itself for the programming block right. where they're showing like the little those like really iconic bumpers they're splicing together. I remember those uh, like 
moments from different anime. They're premiering music videos. They're premiering yeah. or reviewing like With, video like, games. Sick ass like beat tapes behind it. Yeah, like, yeah, and I yeah I remember yeah because it was I don't know where the heavy hip hop influence came from though. I don't. Like, it's to just this like, day, I like like Samurai Jack. Like, yeah. Why was that so cool? I don't like it's it's looking back <laughs> on it like if you just I bet if you turn on the music took out the visual you can get anyone that like loved hip hop to love what they were listening to. Oh yeah. Well and, and then uh, like you put on the visual and it's like I, what am I watching? Like, yeah. Why does it look like this? Well even like Samurai Jack specifically if you watch that again it's like blows your mind. That like he there's almost no dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I watched it because I remember they they did like a new season recently. Yeah, the fifth season was it. I I went back and started watching it from the beginning, and I was like, this is. No one's talking, like there's just episodes of him walking, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to stop, and like, because <laughs> either I'm like not because like like nowadays like when I watch television I'm looking down at my phone right. all the whole time. like halfway so, half yeah watching. so it's like I feel like I really need to like focus and like not pay right attention on. to yeah. this so I yeah I had to stop and I started watching something else again that is funny I mean that's just the production on that and everything, all the pieces in that, like yeah. that show is so freaking good. What they give, give a shameless plug real quick to a past episode. We had Jan, uh, Jim Venable on who uh, composed the music for Samurai Jack. Wow. And so shout out to Jim. If Hello, you guys listen Jim. to this, go check it out. He's a cool dude. That's tight. Dude. And so, yeah, we, it was cool, man. He's a really nice guy. So we got to talk to him. Just about, in town? No, like he, uh, it was like a like a Skype type deal. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, he's cool. He lives in California. Okay. But yeah, man. So shout out to Jim. Uh, Big ups to Jim. Uh, yeah. Try, try not to do too many shameless plugs, but I guess it is my show. It's your show. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shame in these plugs. Well, one of the one of the ones one of the shows you'd mentioned was Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. And um, you know, I don't really get to talk to people about that show a lot, and so I kind of want to get your take on it, just like as like a almost like a come to Jesus talk, like for someone that maybe hasn't watched it or checked it out. Can you maybe like talk about what it is that draws you to that show? What made that show stick out to you? Uh, so I started watching that show. I was maybe 22 years old and my homie was like, my roommate was like, yo, you should watch this show. Like if you're looking for some anime to watch, it's on Netflix. It's kind of short. You'll be done with it before you realize it. And cause I think it's only like what? Two seasons. Yeah. Two seasons. It's, yes. Two seasons. But within that two seasons, you get like this crazy dynamic between these two warriors. Right. And like, it's kind of like True Grit, like that Western movie where it's like these two dudes who are very much like really good at what they do, who don't see eye to eye, who really want to just go at each other. Like, it's very much let's go at each other because there can only be one of us. Right. And I, I love that. I love a good competition. And I love like competition that's like, that's genuine. Right. Because, like, I mean, one homeboy, like, one dude's, like, a tactician, for sure, you know, with the glasses. Yeah. And then the other homeboy that's, like, always smoking. He's, like, like devil he, maker, yeah, like, Yeah, he's, like, super, super, chill. like, yeah, like, oh, if the sword gets within an inch of my face, I don't blink. Right. the world doesn't matter. The old Kobe didn't yeah. flinch at the ball. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> very much that dude. But it's, like, but both of them together make Kobe Bryant because, like, right. he, like he's a Texas. Yeah, right so it's on. like, yeah, I feel you. Like that kill, but yeah, I, I love, 
I loved it. It was great. The music was so dope. Like, it was just super dope. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just only two seasons. I would... Visuals and fight scenes like, are badass. Yeah, it's 26 it's, episodes, so, I mean, it's not like... I, that's like get, one season of Friends, though. It's not bad. So like if you're you run watching into, Friends right now, you can watch... <laughs> fuck that. You can watch this show. Fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, like, the animation's great. I don't know. I think it's it's one of the best ones that I've seen. Yeah, it's One of like, my favorites. and there's something about like a show, and it, there's a lot of shows that fall into this where they just like think they just have to keep doing episodes and keep doing episodes yeah. and keep just, doing episodes. Dragon Ball Z fell into that, dude. I don't know, or freaking One Piece. They're gonna yeah. get, they're gonna get to like never, a million. I episodes. never got into that because I heard Dead it was ass. just too long. It's like two thousand episodes. I'm nah, like, who I'm the sure. fuck has time to watch that? No, I don't. Is but, it the same characters? Yeah, I mean, how they much more can they grow? Around. Like, Dude, I'm saying, I fell off of it too. Geez. There's so many things people don't want me to check out, and like, I try to, and then I'm like, yeah. I'm not really fucking with this though. I hear that, <laughs> but it's funny too because like people think I'm like super knowledgeable, and I'm expert. I'm like, right. Dude, like I know what I know about what I like, <laughs> but like I really started this because like I want to learn about what other people like. Yeah, and, like yeah. get their perspective, and like if like it sounds everyone, like something I should check out, then I check it out. Does everyone like the same stuff? Mm, it's, I mean, there's some that are like always crossover, DBZ, Cowboy Bebop. Right. Um, the Like those were like the top tier on Toonami. Yeah, those are like sure. God tier. Yeah. And then and there's always like some people that are like more into like some obscure type shit. Or like the Hunter x Hunter shit? Or yeah, like, yeah. Like, or like. Or the Kill a Kill. Kill, kill a Kill. Like, yeah, dude. Like, uh, I, I I don't think I'm punk enough. <laughs> dude, that shit is. Have you watched Kill a Kill at all? No, see, the homie that was like, watch Samurai Champloo. Right. He moved to LA and him and this guitarist and this other band, they were on Twitter talking about how good this new animated show was. And it was Kill I Kill. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Tried it out. <laughs> and I just like, nah, this ain't for me. How many episodes did you watch? I think I watched one. Yeah. And I was like, one and done. Is that because Kill I Kill is the one where they wear like they wear the clothes? Yeah. That yeah, well, I was like, that's <laughs> I was like, this is too sexual for me to Teddy's like feel an comfortable. hanging out. Yeah, well, it's like they're, like they're like children, right? It's like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're supposed like to be middle school? 16 or oh, something like come that. Oh, y'all, y'all tripping. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be younger. But I don't know. It's like an interesting thing because like anime can really fall into like this territory where it's like super sexualized for no reason. But yeah. And that one, it's interesting because she starts out as like she's a little timid. Yeah. Especially because like the armor itself is like, you know doesn't hardly cover anything right 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 but yeah, i remember that as she goes like it's like she's getting empowered and so it's less about the sexuality and more about like she's like assured in herself okay. as a woman type of thing okay and so it's just like an interesting take on it because i'm like oh, okay but there's still it's like i mean it's anime it so it's still yeah. like the overt sexual tone and like got it i don't a know a bunch what, of crazy shit like jiggling I, titties and stuff i but. wish they would like tell us why on that just like i want to go back to like the first dude who like did it and was like why <laughs> why did you draw these proportions dude it's yeah it's insane there's a i, I did read about um because i wonder like i wonder shit like that all the time like why does everyone like always get a nosebleed and shit yeah yeah so like i was like why is it like super sexual yeah and i read that it was like uh you know japan was really secluded um back in like its feudal times and like before it was like uh, open to trade and everything, so they're okay. really to themselves. And sexuality was really like a commonplace thing. 
and the, to the pl- to the time there was like a uh, there were like these like really ornate scrolls with like uh, almost like Kama Sutra looking yeah. like uh, illustrations on them. Okay, that and sounds beautiful. Yeah, so like it was like these really ornate things, and people would give them as like wedding gifts, and you'd have them one in your house, and it'd be like good luck, and it was just like sex wow. wasn't like a frowned upon thing or like you there was like not like a modesty thing it was just like oh yeah like yeah people have sex it's like a thing it's like a normal thing of life right but when they opened to the trade uh there was some things like introduced and they got there was like a new emperor that came in the rule and wanted to really assimilate into like the western views yeah and western view is very Uh, much like big titties being well modesty oh (laughs) and so like they they completely changed the culture to be like modest yeah sorry <laughs> That's dead ass though. You are right. I mean, it's correct now. <laughs> but uh, so that it, the whole thing stemmed from that it was that they, it changed the culture. Okay. To where they had to be modest, and so what we're seeing, like when you start to see anime and like things like that pop up, is almost like a a like a revolution against that. Oh, okay. So they kind of so try like to go a, zero to a hundred the other wow. way. Wow. Okay. That's so. It's like an act of rebellion. Yeah. So people are kind of attributing huh. it to that. Maybe like it's okay. one of those things. It's like. There's no definite thing of why, but See, from like okay. the re- reasoning, like of this thing that I read, I was like, man, eh, it makes sense. Like, yeah, that I does get make that because, yeah. like, I'm the kind of person that like I like something. I'm like, but why do I like that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to make sure that I like it for the right reasons. <laughs> And not so because, like, it was just something just, I read. It's funny you brought that up. It's just like I just happened to read that. No, a I mean days that's ago. that's important though because like I've always wondered that, and some of my favorite stuff, like it's. I don't. I'd never understood why so many things that were for children were so hyperly sexual. Yeah, it's crazy, it's dude. Bizarre. Like, it's very crazy. Dragon Ball, way too hypersexual for um, children. I think for sure. It was like, you know, a lot of those are like the uh, the uh, shonen yeah. category. Yeah. Okay. And that's like marketed towards like preteens, boys. like boys. Yeah. What are they into? I mean, yeah, yeah. Sexual, like God, dude. big titties and stuff. Oh, man, we gotta, we gotta. We it's gotta just crazy, man. It's like backwards. a crazy, like cultural thing, you know. It's like it's so, like I don't know if they even like think about it there. And then like over yeah, here, it's more. just like, but we get like four kids dubs and stuff. Like we've talked about that on the show before. That yeah, you'll watch weird. something, and they had like the even the Midnight Run where you would watch uncut episodes of DBZ and Gundam Wing and stuff like that. Yeah, but true. Even things like, you know, there's some like lesbian tones and Sailor Moon that are cut out. There's uh, homosexual themes in Outlaw Star that's cut out. Never watched that. Uh, That's my favorite show. Outlaw Star? Yeah, it's kind of like, it's similar to Bebop. Okay, Uh, it sounds like Bebop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's tight. So they have a ship and these guys are... um, Going around trying to the whole bit of, bit of the show is like they're looking for this thing called the Galactic Ley Line that contains all like will fulfill your desires. Oh no, it's like El Dorado. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Man, is do you think? Uh, so I've always wondered stories like that one, like El Dorado, how it kind of similarly matches up. Right. Do you think those things are like cross cultural like explanations of other stories? Yeah, like, I've, I can't I've tell that. this story, so I have to. I could tell it this way, where they're in space. Yeah, and like they got laser guns. I think that is true. I mean, you know, at the core of every show or everything that we consume, there's like a couple. You know, there's really only like 
two or three themes, you know, good guy versus the bad guy. Right, good versus We're going for the time. travel. Yeah. It's man versus man, right. man versus nature, man, yeah. oh whatever those themes are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, ones like those, it's just like, I really feel like that's just like human nature, you know what I mean? We're right. always looking for an explanation of, you know, why are we here? What's like our right. ultimate goal? Or what is out there? Or, yeah. Yeah, people are always searching for the same thing. So I think that's why, you know, in all the different cultures, you see like, kind of like those same stories of like. Okay. There's like this ultimate thing because then that's a tangible thing and that's a reason why people are here. Excuse me. You know, that's a reason to exist is that you're trying to get to this goal type of thing. Got you. So Outlaw Star. Yeah, that show's pretty dope, man. Is it Um, uh, new, old? uh, It came out like, it's like, it's not on anymore, but it was like, it came out in like uh, early 2000s. Okay. But yeah, it's like... So around uh, the same time as like the boom. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. But I don't know that it ever finished its run, but man, it's, it's a it's a good watch. Did you ever watch the the show? Like I, I try to bring this up with other friends. They don't know what it is. But it's the show where uh, they have these giant robotic animals. Yeah, Zoids. Was that called Zoids? Yeah, was like it kind of like, like a CG-ish? Liger? Uh yeah, they're Some like parts. when they got into the like they got into the monsters, right? They got into yeah. the machines and like they had certain like the one dude had like this lion tiger hybrid. Yeah, the liger zero. Yeah, the liger yeah. was it white? Yeah, or blue or gold. Yeah. Because it had all the different upgrades and yeah. with, like its most basic form was like, like white. There's like people some people have like cannons and shit on Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember Zoids. Zoids. I feel like that uh, show just never got to pick up as much Zoids as everyone else. Century, I think there was a couple. It was kind of one of those ones, you know, like Gundam. There's oh, like a bunch kinda, of different iterations. Yeah, yeah. And I think the one that aired on Toonami was Zoids Century, if I remember right. Okay. Um, but that show, man, shout out to that show. I, th- yeah. I heard there. I heard uh, Netflix was actually trying to like reboot it too. Oh, cool. So I'm like, what? I mean, they got the tech to make it look crazy though. Yeah. But, but yeah, Zoids, man, shout out to Zoids. Yeah, I miss that stuff. I just feel like it never got to be, I think because Gundam had that whole world locked down. Yeah, the mecha thing. Yeah, it's, it's like. kind of like, they kind of had the corner on the market on that. Yeah, all my friends that, all, all the people that I thought were my friends had the toys. <laughs> That's how I knew they weren't my friends because my friends didn't have toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, one show I've taught, I taught, the, I had Dez on. Yeah, I see and, her right uh, there. God oh, yeah, she's on, my, she's on my computer. I see her. Um, but she's a big fan of, uh, boondocks. Yeah. I love it. And man, that is something that is so influenced by anime. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's like, like, I don't know, like hearing you or seeing you like that you said that you like that. I was like, duh. Cause it's like, it's so definitely like something that's like anime, like derivative of anime. And then like, uh, some of the themes and like music and shit that they include in that too. It's, it's pretty, uh, I'm like, dude, that's so on the nose. Like, I think, I think my (laughs) dad used to read the comic strip. Right. Aaron Magruder, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, he never showed them to me. So when the show like got announced on Adult Swim, he was so excited. He was like more hype than you. Yeah. He was (laughs) like, yo, we're watching this. And it was like, okay, I guess we're all watching this episode together, <laughs> everyone's in the living room watching this cartoon. Everybody gather around. Yeah, right. It was, but yeah, it's so it's so incredible because it's like my favorite things about anime, like the drawing style, the fight scenes, the like, the, just the shapes, you know, how everything is. But then everything that I love about hip hop, you know, the, right, the, the best of both the, worlds, the constant reflection and like 
just both sides, the contrast of like good and evil within hip hop as well. Like the R. Kelly episode. Oh my where, like, God. Like one dude is like, no, bro, this dude needs to go to jail. And then everyone's like, <laughs> fuck you, bro. Sit down. I'm trying to dance. And it's I mean, like, okay. Or like when Martin Luther King comes back and everyone's like, I was just about to reference that part. one. Like, I, so a few <laughs> years ago, I was so upset. A few years ago, I got a text message. I don't know how I got a text message, but I got a text message. MLK party, uh, come live the dream. And it what? was at a club. And I was like, yo, I'm not trying to go to a really? club and spend my money on like bullshit for MLK Day. And they were like, well, fuck you then. And I was like, why are you, who gave why me my are number? You spending the money like, on why that? are you trying to get me to go to this club for, and I, and that just, that, that episode not, played through my head yeah. the whole time. That's yeah. Sh- I love that show. <laughs> I love it. They that tried to do crazy. it again, but it failed pretty Man, bad. Man, that's crazy. I think Aaron Magruder was like, not about it. Like, he was like, don't, don't reboot my show without me, but they did it. And they did the Chappelle show thing. I was, damn, dude, dude you beat they, me to all my references. I mean, but that's just what happened. You know, they Chappelle showed him like he got in two solid seasons. Chappelle showed him. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> you get in two solid seasons. And then on the third season, they're like, hey, uh, we need you to do some goofy shit. And you're like, oh, no, let me keep it genuine. All right. And they're like, okay, bye. And then you're like, my show has my name on it. And they're like, we own your name now. That's so crazy. Damn. What a thing. Like, what a, that's like one of those things that's like makes me be scared to even try to like do anything with that industry. Yeah, dude. Like, cause like, that's just the shit that we know. Like, can you imagine the shit we don't know about? Yeah. The the smaller level people who are getting like snatched up and like getting their careers destroyed and like losing their ideas that never get used crazy like could you imagine your best idea sitting on the shelf in someone's mansion because they own it and they just don't want anyone else to have it they only want to use it they just own it like that's if you have it if you have that you have the power i mean god it's so crazy yo that's like The, the game is messed up it's so twisted. Don't say the words of the game. Dude, yeah. Stay out of it. Stay uh, away from it. But yeah, man, like the, uh, what I loved about that show is like, and I'm, t- I'm, you know, talking to Des about it and everything. I love the idea of like representation in that show. Yeah, dude. Because it's, so it's just like one of those things, man. Like when you see someone doing something on TV that looks like you, it's yeah. like, it's, it's a game changer. Well, yeah, like you feel valid, like you feel a validation. Yeah, you that exist. it's like, oh, that person looks like me. Yeah, you exist outside of the four walls of your house. Yeah, it's like, oh, there, I'm on television. I'm Steve Urkel. I'm, I'm <laughs> I am on television. Right. You know, what I'm saying everyone knows his name. Maybe they'll recognize me and know my name one day. So but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought that Beautiful. was something that was like, especially when that show came out. Yeah, I was post like, 9/11. Man, what a great Pre-Obama, show for that. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, like those years are important. I don't know if that show works at any other time too. Like I, I think like, it yeah. hit at the right time. Cuz I, I I can't imagine it working during the Obama years because it would have been seen as like too critical. Right. Or like not happy enough. Yeah. Like in which is unfortunate cuz it's like you should be able to be critical, you know, of your own people. Right. In those settings, you know what I'm saying? In the highest moments of your people's existence, you know? But it's 
You know, it's the it game. Yeah. yeah. Or you get chappelled. Charges to the game. Charges to the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's hope I, I hope I don't get kicked off my own show, man. I mean, you know, they bring some me. other host in to do tunes tunes. We're gonna have a co-host now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a trip. God damn. They got your same name. <laughs> uh no, the I mean, and that's just like, you know, talking about how pivotal tsunami was with bringing those styles together and kind of marrying like the music and the and the animation yeah very much the same with adult swim i mean you have jay mm-hmm. dilla yeah getting heavy representation flying lotus flying lotus uh mf doom mf doom yeah villain that, that whole world of like like before the the lo-fi beast the chill to on youtube <laughs> it was adult swim right like it was that shit was vibes but yeah from four well, actually, from 9 to 2 a.m., like, that's where you got the best, like, in-between bumps, those 30-second bumps. And it's like, those are full songs for yeah. some of those artists. And it's yeah. like, and even now, like, they're doing, like, Danny Brown features and, like, right. Speedy Ortiz features and IDK and Denzel Curry. And, like, they're really out there more than they used to be, in my mind. Because, like, it used to be just underground feeling stuff. Now it's like alternative because underground doesn't exist anymore because of the internet. Cause uh, yeah, man, it's crazy so how connected like, we are. Yeah. So since we're so connected, it's like, let me get the stuff on the fringes, you know, like stuff that pitchfork's not going to touch or, uh, in E in enemy. You got it. There's too many letters. <laughs> I figured that's where you're going. I was like, <laughs> they can't touch it. They don't touch it. Like billboard won't touch it. Like, but they'll, they'll make an entire playlist. Like father, you ever listen to father? The rapper? No. Father's this rapper from Atlanta. He has a record label called Awful Records. One of his artists <laughs> is uh or That's uh, they, awesome. they like one of his artists used to be they might not be there anymore, but like JPEG Mafia, Rico Nasty, Zach Fox. And these are all like some of my favorite like artists right now. Uh but like someone like Zach Fox would do art for Father or like Thundercat. Oh and but Father is like a very unique artist to me because his sound is so lack of, like just laxed and it's, it's so fun. It's just one of my favorite songs starts off with the line. She said she, she said she doesn't want to keep it. Ooh, look at God. And it's the, it's the wildest shit to me. It's like, I've never heard someone <laughs> to a, like refer to an abortion that way. <laughs> so it's like, that's so bizarre, but so it's so like I don't know, like yeah, father's my shit, awful records. That's tight, man. Yeah, they're they're goof, but like they put out a whole album of his last year. Like Adult Swim is doing the most ridiculous shit. Like I feel like Adult Swim is what all the other channels have always wanted to be, but now they, I don't know, they they can be. I yeah, guess if you try hard enough That's with true. the internet, if you use the internet to your advantage. You can be a good television channel. Well, it was just interesting to see like those because it's just like Cartoon Network is just it's funny because there's just like bullshit shows in between all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good programming, I guess. But I mean, I would say these things are like Oasis. Yeah. And Oasis in the middle of like kids stuff. Yeah. In quotes. Yeah. Like, could, could you imagine Adventure Time is really a kid show? Well, yeah. And see, that's like we get like that's a, that's not a kid show. We get to where we have shows like that. And I feel like a lot of that is attributed to be, because like we brought anime in like that. Yeah. I totally like shows agree. like uh you know the ones that you're talking about they're like 
maybe like sexualized or t- talked about different type of material, mm-hmm. seeing that that stuff does well. And then that kind of changes like the mindset of like, what is the type of programming that we want to put out? Right. And they see when the other, this other shit's hitting and it's like, oh shit, like let's do that then. Right. And let's it works. just like expand the scope. Yeah. That totally works every time. But like, it's just funny to see when well, that funny, but it's like interesting to see like you have Toonami as an oasis and adult swim as an oasis of like yeah this crazy like meeting of media yeah. that it's just like you you hear people like getting their first plays on that i think flying lotus pitched some stuff to adult swim and that was like how he got a lot of recognition it, initially yeah and then i remember the like the off the air videos like i would stay up and like just get too stoned on purpose <laughs> like i'm going to get real stoned at 3 a.m. And watch 15 minutes of uh, of just a short film that has no real purpose other than everything's about shapes or like everything's about zodiac signs or everything's about America. And like, here's some of my favorite bands that I never knew existed, you know, but they would play in these things. Like, there's this metal band called Clown Core, I think. They're in one of these Adult Swim off the air videos. Jesus. And it's like a two piece band. It's like, a drummer and like a saxophone player. I think, I think, I think I could be completely wrong, but they wear like clown mask and shit. And like, they just (laughs) go fast (laughs) as fuck. It's just so it's, it's gnarly as hell. That's awesome. Yeah. Adult swim really does know what the people want. They just did some different type shit and it's just cool. It was cool because it was like, it was new. They had that shit buttoned up too. Cause it was so stylistic, but it was like minimal, you know, just like the whole black. Initially it was like, kind of like the whole, kind of hokey like swimming pool thing but when yeah, they changed yeah, that yeah. branding to be like the, the black with the brackets yeah. that shit was iconic as fuck because like yeah i remember the adult swim like where there's all right it's adult swim time no kids in the pool no kids in the pool and, and it's, it's like, like home movies and right. all that shit and, and it was like fun but it was definitely like oh yeah my dad's up still right but yeah but then once the black happened that just started hitting different. Like, yeah, it did. When it did that, like... it was like, oh, shit, Tim and Eric's on? Yeah, it was like a change in tone. Oh, the boondocks is happening? Are well, we getting then, serious or getting goofy? Yeah, like the Tim and Eric type shit. I mean, you see, like, all this other, like, very different, like, type of programming coming in. And you see, like, Odd Future. Yeah. Like, they, they started doing stuff on yeah, there. Yeah, they're doing their little bits, and then they get a whole show. Yeah. And then they get a cartoon. And then Tyler like takes off like crazy, yeah. and it's just like, dude, that's so crazy. Yeah, that the, doing like, music for the Grinch, whole thing from there. And Eric Andre is the same thing. Yeah, I like, love Hannibal Burris. Him and Hannibal Burris <laughs> side by side is my shit. Yeah, <laughs> it is my absolute Eric shit. Is fucking insane. He's crazy. He's absolutely. <laughs> He's awesome, like, dude. <laughs> he dated Rosario Dawson, and to this day, I'm still like confused. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Like, how did he do that? Like, what is it? What is it? He just he, didn't give a fuck. Like, God. I'm so yeah. He truly does not give a fuck though. Like, yeah, I you hear people that say that that they don't, but that guy yeah, that, dead ass that, like yeah. does not care. Like he's really he really is like on another level of like thinking. Like I'm I'm really abstract. <laughs> 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 people say it, but I really am abstract. <laughs> like it's nutty. Absolutely. Um, you've got that abstract in my head now, and I'm thinking Brockhampton. So I don't know if you're a fan at all of that. But oh yeah, dude, I was I, the only person to play Brockhampton on the radio last year. Oh really? Yeah, they they kept they kept saying that Brock Campbell doesn't get played on the radio, and I was like, bro, I'm playing you on the radio at least once a month. That's awesome. Because their first three albums, uh, the Saturation series, right? I loved it. 
I hated everything that happened afterwards because of the situation with the oh, uh, mere man. That was I, crazy. I, to this day, I still don't know because they're so young. Right. Like, where's the... Like, at what point is it safe for him to be a rapper again? Oh, yeah, like the you statute know? of limitation. Yeah, because, like, you know, they admitted to it. He admitted to it. Like, everyone came, everyone came to the table and the truth was told, essentially. So how long before, like, you know... When does he get his penance? Yeah, because, like, could you imagine Odd Future going through that with, like, say, Earl Sweatshirt or even Tyler? That'd be crazy. Like, yo, Tyler, you can't say any of this shit you've been saying and, like, these actions that you're demonstrating in your music videos we consider hyper-violent and aggressive toward us. You can't be in the group anymore. Like, I can't imagine, like... And for and like, I don't know. Did you recognize the sound change between saturation and iridescence? And you think there was a shift? Yeah, it was a hard because like they weren't like because Amir to me brought like this very edginess to his raps, even though his cadence was like, I'm about to do a thing. I'm about to do another thing. And it was that was how he rapped on every single song. But like everyone else kind of went with his rapping style as well. So it kind of, like, Brockhampton during that time period kind of had, to me, a signature rapping style. Right. Now it seems like they're going more into this, this like, completely alternative blend. Just the alternative of every genre we can think of at once. Well, they are a boy band, so. Exactly. They are the (laughs) alternative boy band of the new generation. Like, they're battling against all the K-pop stars right. as the new boy band. And that's, I mean, yeah, respect to them. I love it. I still listen to them, you know. Well, it's just, uh, you know, I think of like, that came up because you said abstract, so I thought Kevin Abstract. And I just yeah. remember reading about how they met through like a Kanye like forum. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. And internet. it's just interesting because like, I don't know, I think about first like listening to Kanye and like, oh yeah, like this guy's, incredible an incredible mm-hmm. producer lyricist everything and then to the be the point to the, to the point that we are now that the people that have come up now are like oh yeah that guy influenced me and yeah. i'm like what like yeah that, that was just, just a couple years ago what do you mean now see like i realized <laughs> i realized this when i was like this maybe a couple years ago but i realized there's like there's a moment in music history where we know kanye west existed and it's it's between well, I mean, it's still happening, but it started sometime around 2004. Like, we know from the moment you, like, early internet, I bet there's a tag of someone saying uh, something about Gold Digger, you know, or the workout plan. Like, those early Kanye like, West songs that were so, like, humorous, but, like, conscious and, like, had, like, meaning to them. Well, like, from that point on are the Kanye years of music to me. Cause I don't think there's any other artists that people have wanted to be as influential as. Oh yeah. Since. Yeah. Cause like, I don't, I don't think kids are going to want to be Ed Sheeran or Shawn Mendes or like some people want to be Beyonce, but everybody wants to be Kanye or at least everybody wants the admiration at some point, right. you know, because the world over love 
loves his music. If even if you hate him, there's you got a favorite Kanye. Everyone has a favorite Kanye song. Well, it's just crazy too, because even just like from the production standpoint, like I remember songs like Izzo, uh-huh. and how many times I heard that before I realized that that was a Michael Jackson sample. Yeah, and I was like, what the? F-? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? That sample's like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and dude. so um, just stuff like that is just I don't know, like his influence. You know, no matter what he's doing now, no matter like what people think of him now, like mm-hmm. his influence is there. Oh yeah, it's it's heavy. So it's heavy. It's just crazy, man. Like it's just, but yeah, I do think about Brockhampton being like, I was influenced by. It. I'm like, dude, that was just like, yeah, that was how are you? That was in my lifetime. Hang on, like you're 19 <laughs> years old, telling yeah. me that this artist that I've been listening to since I was 14 is <laughs> your greatest influence. Like how? I was how? like, bruh, how the hell? But then I realized like. When my brother was in the car with me, we're listening to one album, you know, or we're listening to, we're always listening to Kanye West when I'm in the car, you know what I'm saying? So I get it. And with the internet, you know, it's it's so easy for people to like meet up at those intersections of like, I love Kanye West. Right. And I love this, this uh, animated show. I love these things together. And now we're Brockhampton. We're right. 30 people in a band. Yeah, I know. Like, it's just like a goddamn squad yeah. rolling goddamn deep. You know what I think my thing about Brockhampton? I feel like they should be a music business like uh project. They seem like a music business project. Huh. So imagine Kevin Abstract is the head creative director and executive producer. It's like of, an agency. Yeah, the, pretty much. And then he has his artists, his seven artists, right? Joba, somebody, somebody, I can't name them all. There's too many. Man, I don't know. Like Matt Champion, uh, Bareface. There's a bunch. He has his artists, like songwriters, and then he has his producers, Rami and uh, Jabari, I think. Then he has his art director, HK. Then I mean, everybody has, does kind of have their job, Everyone right? has a job, and it's like... I never thought about that, but you're right. Yo, it is very like, much like an agency. It's, I didn't get kicked out of music school. I just didn't finish music school. <laughs> So, I've, but like, my, this was always my beef with music school when I was at music school, where during the business classes, we weren't studying the hip hop artists because since 2000, since Kanye, the music industry has changed every year to adjust to hip hop music. And that was my biggest beef with studying music business is that we're not studying what's happening in real time in order to make me successful because like growing up it was the mixtape era everyone's selling mixtapes but there's still britney spears and all these people on the radio but little wayne is selling the most units on the streets and then 2010 happens kanye west is running the game but then drake has a mixtape that still sells more than most people's albums so it's like the streets are talking industry's not listening and then by the time i get into music school SoundCloud is around and SoundCloud is making music available for free and people are streaming music because it's the future and we weren't studying that. And I always thought that was weird that like a music school isn't following the trends of hip hop because to me, hip hop was making the greatest strides in the new world as we see it. Cause like podcasts, that's the new world stuff. Like, that's a whole new way of existing, of doing this thing. Like, streaming music on SoundCloud, releasing music on Bandcamp, 
like all of those things are so futuristic and I felt it was so weird for a school to be so traditional in its methods. Well, I mean, you got... It's a school, though. You got old white guys running it, I mean... I mean, yeah, it's a school. You can't really... Like, hey, listen to this mixtape. It's just downloaded (laughs) out of the air. Man. No, I mean, that's the product of what it is, for sure. Like, it's just... They're turning it into a business itself and packaging it, so it's like, oh... God, that's crazy. Do Do you ever feel weird, like, having to brand yourself? It is kind of odd because I'm like, just me as a person, like, I just want to do my thing. Yeah. And I don't want to have to do a bunch of bullshit of like, right. That's not in my brand standards. Right. Because I'm right. not a piece of shit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay, like, but I did not hear that of, of people like t- content. Everything's content. Everything's music. Content. It's not music anymore. It's content. No, yeah. It's not art anymore. It's content. So it's, it's like, oh. Yeah. So that yeah. that's always made me feel uneasy. And I've always tried to be as organic as I can, like, mm-hmm. with it. But there's the other side of it is that I do want to keep my shit, like, I want my shit to look good to me. So I try to keep it pretty buttoned up and consistent with what gotcha. I'm doing. But yeah. That's never the heart of it. The heart of it is meeting people, hearing what they have to say, mm-hmm. and, you know, showing others that the, these people have value and that they have opinions. And let's gotcha. hear what people think about stuff because yeah. not everybody thinks the same way about shit. Totally. totally. So that's, like, always been kind of my approach and the way I always wanted to do things. But not saying that I've always been like super successful at it, but <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> That's apparently. the goal. Yeah. yeah. Everyone tells me it takes time. Well, I'd be remiss, especially because you mentioned that you're, uh, that you're a fan of three stacks. Yeah. The best um, rapper. I, I can't say it's the best rapper. Nah. Right, well, big boy would say that. I, yeah. I, I mean, I would say it, but I feel like there, there's a list of rules that people need to go by <laughs> and like not having a certain number of, albums released right solo uh, yeah fair enough is like one of those things i feel like is important to be the best rapper ever yeah so but like to me he's like there's no better rapper yeah honestly. i just you know we've talked about so many things of like mixing of styles and like people do different type of shit yeah. and man outcast <sighs> just out the there. shit that they do just hits different yeah oh yeah totally different like like the they would blend in like southern bluegrass with like super electronic funk with trap hats. Right. It like boom bap drums. And it's like who who would think of that? <laughs> but it's like they live in a place that's not necessarily hip hop. So it's like when you have producers making music in Atlanta that they don't want to sound like New York and they don't want to sound like LA. Yeah, throw a harmonica on that solo. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Well, I feel like, like they've like yeah, they sample so many different things. Um, sometimes live I, instrumentation. Yeah, and it's just crazy it's to crazy hear what piece. they do. And so yeah. I think of like AT Aliens and like yeah, just the the gamut of that and how different those tracks were like from production to yeah. lyrics and everything. And like, it's just like, like like songs like Elevators are like it's like ten minutes long. Like, what other rapper has a 10-minute rap song? <laughs> like, no, there's no reason to, you know. But then also, Outkast is another group that, like, you can tell when Outkast existed in music. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, everybody has a favorite Outkast song. Everybody, well, like, loves either Hey Ya 
or <laughs> even though that's really an Andre song. Right. Or like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, you know? Yeah. And those are the joints. But I mean, I love everything else. Right. But like people love those songs. And I mean, they should. There's They, they were a genius duo and their production team was incredible. Well, yeah. And even like the the way that they approach stuff like the double album and everything. Yeah. That was pretty, I was like, dang, this Could is you pretty imagine if, like, thematic. Like, like, yeah. Dude, like, yeah, who else would, oh, yeah, we're breaking up, but we're going to release a double album. Yeah. <laughs> and win a Grammy. Like. It's just crazy to think of that approach as being, like, I don't know. It's just, like, they're coming at it from two different ways, and it's just, like, a double album, and one's one guy's, one's yeah. the other guy's, and it's, like, I don't know. I don't like, know if that shit was orchestrated, like that they. I feel from like the it beginning was. to the end, or I think what? It was. I feel like it was. It's just crazy though, because you're like, damn, yeah. this is like. It was almost like it felt like bottle lightning or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it this was, just was all just up to chance, but it was really like the greatest shit was duality. Yeah, it was. It's so to me, it was so dope because I remember that year. What year was that? Two thousand seven, eight. Uh, speaker box love below. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Like I feel like that year might have been one of the most important years in hip hop. I want to say you're right though, because like I think that album came out that year. I feel like Ludacris dropped an album that year. I feel like Kanye West dropped an album that year. Let's see here. I think I release think, date 2003. 2003. Ooh, that was wow. way sooner or way. Wow, I was a child. Long, I was longer a child, than I thought child. I was. Huh? Shit. 2000. So they broke up in 2003. That's crazy. We had outcasts for just a short amount of time. <laughs> we went through all the Bush years with no new outcasts. Damn. Outcastless. Outcastless indeed. Damn, that's a trip. <laughs> that is a mess. They owe, uh, I can't say they owe us, but like that's awful. I can't <laughs> believe that. Like no full-length Andre album ever. Man. Um, <sighs> that's trash. To the, I mean, to the credit, like I do. One thing years. that I love about them is that they're always. I don't know if it's just something about being a group or a duo, but people always try to pit at them against each other. Like I never create got that. drama that there's not. Yeah, it's like they let them be friends. And they are always the other guy's biggest advocate. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, dude, that's fucking badass. Yeah, that these guys have each other's back like that. Yeah. That big yeah. boy will say, dude, Three Stacks is the best rapper. Right. And three stacks will say, nah, big boy's a little bit like, yeah, big I can't accept the greatest poet ever. Like, so it's, it's just, just like, like, yeah, love that. But it's funny. Like, I don't know. It's just like an interesting thing. And that's just like another thing of the business. I'm sure that they're trying to just I think create some shit that's not there. Yeah. Like, and I bet they saw that coming and they didn't want to get Chappelle showed. So they'd like, <laughs> I gotta like, remember to like start saying get, that from get, now on. We got out of this. <laughs> we got out. We got Chappelle. We got Chappelle, yo. <laughs> Because they would have, I bet after the speaker box love below, they would have been like, we need you to do that again. They would have probably been like, no. Nah, we, we're good. We're chill. I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> um, you know, I think about the influence that a lot of these bands have had on people. And I look at our scene, like locally and everything, and see that there's so much going on that I see influences bringing, like being brought in from so many different places. Yeah. Um, so you'd mentioned that there's some local bands that you're like into, um, yeah, LTZ, one yeah, that's of, the those guys. Um, yeah, talk about like the local scene, like why like the guys that stick out to you stick out to you. I the the people that stick out to me are the ones who have been doing it for 
the the amount of time that it's taken our city to grow into a music cult like ha, the point the I don't know how to say this. I think where our music scene is now and where the music community is and like the culture surrounding it that supports it has not been this high yet since before, at least from when I was younger, from what I remember. And the people that like I am digging with and like into have been kind of taking their steps along the same path as like watching the city grow. And then it's like, they've been growing with the city at the same rate kind of. And it's like, uh, dudes like LTZ, I grew up with him and like, like worm is like, I don't want to say like his, nah, I mean, they're just like good friends. I don't want to say like, he's like a protege or anything. Cause I don't, that's not really correct. <laughs> it's like, cause like, I don't, like there was LTZ and then I've, a couple years later there was worm. I think it's just because he was in high school still. So it's like, right. you can't be out performing when you're like 16 really but like those guys are really they're really doing it they're hip-hop artists i think ltz has an album coming out this year i think i think uh there's this collective of rappers or these like yeah these artists uh called the space program i think tsp and it's like I don't know. It might be like 12 people, but I'm pretty sure it's like, <laughs> shit. it's like a rap album. That's a grad student's thesis album. What the like, fuck? yeah. So he's like, he made like a thesis like statement. Conceptual as fuck or what? Yeah. 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 And so like all these homies are on it. And like, I know a couple of the dudes and I haven't bugged them about it. I, I don't like hitting people up anymore. Just like, yo, right. what you doing over there? <laughs> I just, I kind of want to be like a fan. Right. Cause I haven't yeah. had the ability to be a fan before. So now it's like I'm trying to be a fan and be a better fan. And so I'm watching the space program. I don't know when it's dropping. I think it drops like the end of March. Really? Yeah, it'll be 26 or something. Or I could be wrong. Could be completely wrong. (laughs) Um, And then there's uh, this rapper. Her name is like Millie Mesh. Yeah, Millie Mesh. Shout out to Millie Mesh. Dude, if I said that wrong. No, that's right. I said that right. I haven't had the chance to like introduce myself. But I really enjoyed her last EP, The Jungle Juice. It was so tight, man. It was yeah, super Yeah, Des, shout out Millie Mesh when she was on her episode, too. Yeah, she's so good. Avery like, did, too. So. so She's so super dope. Uh, there's not... I don't, I'm don't. i not really in it as I used to be. Like, I should be more into the music scene. I know there's a new band that just released an EP, like, today. The one that broke the internet. Right. It's a, They're called Lust. And okay. They, uh, I think it's, like, Lust Online dot band camp there is like a trio and it's like electronic music but it's like it's live electronic music which is really difficult to do if so you, they're doing like they're making all the programming and shit live uh i would say the programming is i guess it's programmed yeah but like you can fuck but they're having it. to build this shit live yeah and like you see it it's really cool like they're really dope uh if you're into like some industrial shit there's this group called cockatrum they're on tour right now uh, I think they're going out west and coming back this way, but it's a duo and it's like industrial electronic music, but with German vocals. It's so tight. I don't know. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's a lot. I don't know. I've been like, I've been, I've been out there lately. Uh, my friend's band, they're called American hate, but they're breaking up. I'm really sad to see that. Cause they're one of my favorite, like hardcore acts. Uh, who else is out there? Sativa profits. They're on uh, the new Bolsey tape. 
uh, I'm in a band called Bolsey, but we're breaking up right as well. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got we just released our last EP. Uh, who else is out there that like? I, I, am I missing some people that have some stuff that I haven't? I mean, there's like of course JB. Like yeah, shout JB's, out to JB. Like I'm hoping his new album comes out soon. He said August. But, I thought I saw him on Instagram post. But I feel like it, he yeah. said like two different months already. But right. I feel like he keeps pushing. Like the it Who out. is Mike Jones? That yeah, never came. dude. <laughs> that yeah. album never came out. <laughs> never came out. I hope it comes out because I know like what when it comes to like hip hop, a lot of it like does like rely on like clearancing samples, right, like yeah. clearing samples and stuff. So sometimes shit gets shelved not because you wanted to, but because the law, you know, right. Um, but yeah, I, I'm watching a lot of people. Uh, there's Bo Jennings. He's really interesting. Lacey Tackett, she's dope. Um, there's Maddie Razook. She's dope. But they're both in Lust. So oh, it's like right. It's like interesting to see these people do things separately and then come into bands and do a whole new thing. I love I love when I see that because right. you're blending different ideas. No, that is cool, yeah. You, you know? see like, oh, shit. Yeah. You're kind of doing a different thing, but you can come together on this thing. There's a lot of music in Oklahoma now. I just hope that with all this music, like LG, LCG and the X, like I'm yeah. hoping like like these bands that are really good just leave. Because <laughs> like that's the thing that they have you have to do. Like yeah. I don't, whatever band is listening to me right now, listen up. You need to leave. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing shows in your home city. I'm sorry. You need to hit the road, sell <laughs> some leave. shirts. Because like the shit ain't going to work if you stay here. We like, and it's not even because we don't have a music industry hub or whatever. Like, no, we have the internet. The internet is the greatest thing to anybody. Musicians need to just leave. You they need to go get out there, man. You got to get out there. People still want to be in front of it. Like, they still want to see it in real time. Cause, like, that's the only way. Like, you go out, you play a show, you play, play 10 days, you know, a month. Try it out. Just 10 shows a month. Not in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? And you hit the region, do the region for three months. Try to stretch past the region. Do the stretch past the region for seven months. And just keep going and stop playing in your hometown. Because, like, I think what happens is bands here get stuck being popular here and get fat on that. I get fat on I'm popular here. I know if I play a show Friday night, we'll sell it out. We'll make our bread. But it's like, is that enough? Is that what you want? Or do you want to like just satisfied with that too? God, I just can't. Yeah, I can't. Like, I gotta hit the road because like that's the only way to to spread your message. If or just to spread your feelings, you know. If I want if I want the most people to dance, I have to go where they're not dancing. You know. And if people are already dancing here, they're going to dance twice as hard when I come back. And that's another thing. When you leave for 10 days, play 10 shows out somewhere else for three months at a time, like you do 10 days a month for three months, you come back that first show back, the venue's going to pay you to play, plus pay you again. You know what I'm saying? It's not we're splitting the door eight ways. It's, you know, we got this much money for you to come in. You'll play whatever you want to, and we'll pay you the door, too. And Tight. So, you know, but, you know, it's just, you know, I'm trying to get any band that'll listen to me to leave the state. Because it's, it's <laughs> just you for, your, do. Yes, yeah, for your sense, better. Man. Yeah. There's more out there, you know. Like, all my favorite bands that have made it locally, 
they don't play here. And when they did play here, they didn't play here very often. Like, Broncho is one of my favorite bands. I think over, like, the five years that I've known them to be a band, I've only seen them ten times. Damn. Yeah, and that's, like, most of that was early on. So it's like they went out, stopped playing in town, played everywhere else. That's what you got to do. That's the way she goes, man. Got to spread the wings. Spread the words. (laughs) Don, I appreciate you coming through, man, talking to me, uh, shooting the shit. Yeah. Uh, taking the time out on this windy-ass day. To <laughs> yeah. The day the internet shut down. Uh, <laughs> the day they'll live in infamy. I bet Kanye dropped an album. <laughs> <laughs> dropped an album on Instagram. Um, yeah, man. Why don't you tell people where they can listen to your show, where they can follow you on social media, yeah. like all that good stuff, man. So you can catch me on the Spy FM Fridays from 11 until midnight, your KOSU FM station. Uh, for No One Man, we explore the eclectic sound of hip-hop. You can find us at No One Man with a series of underscores, no underscore one underscore man, 405. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I guess not Facebook and Instagram right now because it's broken. But as soon as... <laughs> they going to fix it. As soon as it's fixed, you can find us there. Uh, Thespyfm.com for live if you're not in a car at 11. Mixcloud.com forward slash Don hyphen data for all the old... In previous aired episodes, some of them might be uncensored. Some of them might be radio friendly still. I don't know. Something slipped. <laughs> it's a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, sometimes I upload the wrong one to the right one. Uh, and then, you know, I was in a band called Bolsey. We just released our album, Broke, uh, bolsey.bandcamp.com. First 200 people that listen to it get a free download of a special bonus selection Tight. of ours. So, yeah, we got a Very couple cool. bonus tracks up as well so check that out uh find me on the internet i am donald too uh please don't harass me or my friends in public thank you <laughs> shit <laughs> it's a nice psa there i just say i saw russell westbrook and he like oh, i don't want to be harassed in public while i work dude that's crazy <laughs> yeah well as always guys you can follow us on social media that's tunes tunes podcast t-u-n-e-s slash t-o-o-n-s we're on facebook instagram twitter you're gonna sort blah 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 you can listen to us on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again, Don. Thank you so much. Hey.